What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the RB Podcast. This week, one of the first things I want to talk about, because I, I wrote it down the day after our podcast last week, even though I saw it on the day of recording it. I, I've mentioned this to you, but it was it's about the like the ocean and how we haven't even touched the surface floor of the deepest parts of the ocean. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, what was that... Um... Wasn't there like, I think there was a, I don't want to say viral Twitter video, but wasn't there like a Twitter video kind of being passed around last week of something like that? It was, a, it was like a big that? thread. And, ah, fuck, what was it? Was it was like a fucking dragon underneath. Wait, is that right? But it was like, it was like a giant, like, eel or something. What, what was it? But there was like a huge fucking fish under the water. And it looked like it was from fucking dinosaur ages and they like they like just discovered it or something like that and people are just saying like holy shit how does this even exist yeah like how does like and if that exists what are what's in the places that we haven't been to yet right like what type of animals live there a lot of people were saying that oh it's not like there's no big sea creatures down there because it's really hard to survive down there right it's just a bunch of micro but maybe they're maybe they're under different living conditions that's, than us. That's what somebody else said in the, in the thread as well. Like, oh, well, what if they can make it work because of how right. they are? I saw, and then people started getting like crazy. I think I I saw the same thread. People started getting like really wild with it. And they're like, oh, like if you go back and look at like Roman maps and like Roman times, they have dragons, dragons and stuff. And they show like a fucking map from Skyrim or some shit. And it, I, I don't know if it was actually from Skyrim and. There was like dragons and like dragon dens on different parts of the globe. And then at the point where the dragons nested, the Brumida Triangle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, oh, maybe that's a fucking portal. People were just getting all, all kinds of crazy. What, what is the triangle though? What happened to Malaysian Air Flight? No, actually though. Same thing happened in 9-11. <laughs> this government conspiracy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Honestly, though, didn't Mr. Beast just do a video on the triangle? Wait, no. Yeah, he's like, I spent 24 hours in the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle, and we haven't seen him since. He just went missing. Now he's back. I didn't actually watch the video, but I know that was the title and thumbnail, so I don't know the extent to it, but... Wait, there's no way. Yeah, he went... There was, like, some island or some shit, Uh, and he went out there with friends. I think so. So that, That was... I haven't seen the actual video. Maybe I should watch it, but... Yeah, the Malaysian air flight. An airplane that just like went missing in the triangle area. Just completely missing. Not a single f- not a single part found, not a single crash. To my knowledge, they still haven't found anything. No. It just like out of thin air gone in like a second. And pe- we still don't know. And like everybody just on that flight was missing. It's like what happened? That shit makes you think for real. I that mean, one I- clip that that one clip that you showed me during the podcast 2 weeks ago. The spaceship that moves in its own gravitational field. What? That's what happened to it. You don't. Oh, that. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it just consumed it. And- I think that. I mean, it was like it's out in the ocean, so I think the plane just crashed and like yeah, the radar wires got cut off and fucking. That's probably what happened. So like, it just went. It was going. The plane was going so fast, it just torpedoed right into the ocean, like to the very bottom. No, planes are supposed to float. Yeah, but I feel like if it torpedoed into the ocean. And, like, it would just bust and crack, probably. Like, going that fast from that high up, it's so fast. It's like, if you were to 
jump off a bridge and get into water like and you're high enough you'd fucking you'd hit the water so hard it's like hitting concrete the plane would probably be the same effect right no matter how because a basketball basketball would float right but like if you dropped well maybe the basketball would i don't know I, i don't know the science behind it but either way that's just fucking interesting man makes you think and there's i was there's this video that i watched i didn't watch all of it but i was talking about the uh the marina trench i i I know what it's called yeah and it's supposedly the deepest part of the ocean that we know of it's like the length of the empire state building i I think it's bigger than that oh yeah i think it's deeper than mount everest so if you got mount everest and flipped it upside down yeah the marina trench goes deeper than that what the fuck oh yeah and then i in that same thread they were talking about how we've sent like submarines down really far too much pressure but yeah it's just too much pressure like once we get to a certain point we just haven't we're not advanced enough to where we can just go past that much pressure and so they, they just fucking crack and there wasn't there like an also um there was like audio clips from like the submarines when they were down that deep on some like wikipedia page and there was like noises wait really like clicks yeah like fucking mermaids and shit i the only thing i remember from like footage deep deep down in the ocean was that one clip of the the squid the giant squid that looked dead in the camera what and then just like sprayed it and then swim away jamie go ahead and pull that up probably real quick <laughs> but i've never seen that before I think you were the one who showed it to me was i it's a big ass squid they're in a submarine they have like a camera looking at it just looking ahead and a squid just a squid just drives up next to it yeah just went right next to it looked at looked at looked at the camera and squirted it and then ran away the fuck and that ladies and gentlemen is why we just don't fuck with the ocean yeah it's it's a common trend who when pools exist what are the benefits of the ocean there's not a single one you can even have a saltwater pool you could saltwater is not the argument you could have a saltwater pool i've been in a saltwater pool me too our friend daniel had one growing up they're not that cool i don't understand the point of that yeah, I guess it was like it's, it was just, like it's like dark. It's just like a fuck. It's just like beach water. Yeah, like you can't. It's not like good. To, it's not cool to look at. It's like it kind of just looks like a pool of dirty water. Honestly, it's not dirty water, but it looks like it. And it's like diarrhea green, like very very dark. And I don't know. See, I, I want to like, say why? that's the normal version why? of it, but maybe his was just fucked up. Maybe, but I think you're right. I think it was normal because he was having a party. And yeah, the pool and they're rich, dirty. so like yeah, the pool wouldn't have been dirty if. Yeah. everybody was coming over i don't know yeah it's just i never i don't understand the appeal to that but then again the sand you know like the, the it's guess, like you, but... you know you go to the beach and it's like you're on the sand i mean and i don't i'm not a big fan of sand so i don't really care for it but like that's a lot of people who they are big fans sand? of the beach they just they like to like lay on the sand and like it's better than like laying on a thing on yeah a pool dude, just get a sandbox just lay on the, lay dude. In the sandbox dude <laughs> just just, I think it's more of a like the ocean breeze yeah, and then yeah. the sounds. It's a whole aesthetic. The, yeah. Um, so I get it, but it's not. I would rather not. Dude, I'm afraid of like I'll, I'll never forget because you know we grew up in Florida, so we went to the beach a lot growing up. I'll never forget one time I went out into the water. Who were we with? Was it Mom? Or was it Grammy? But one of them was like step like right next to a crab, like See, man, right next to a crab. That's why I don't. And we were shallow, mind you. I was like. 10 years old so i was not tall at all um so we were like shallow shallow and she's like oh like a crab and like i guess you could like she like saw it or something 
like the, the way the sunlight was beaming on the ocean water made it kind of like transparent and she saw it or like it hit it was a long ass time ago like walked over her foot or something like that and i fucking ah, ah, i bolted out of the water and i just didn't go go in it for the rest of the day why, yeah. why would i want to i just don't understand i mean i get the i get the appeal of the ocean and the sand or whatever but choosing to swim in the ocean over the pool just sounds like unnecessary i guess you know? <laughs> yeah. like why would i want to swim in something a i can't see around me or below me right and if you're if you're a beach person over a pool person listening to this explain I just, yeah I'm, i know it's a thing i'm just trying to like wrap my head around why people prefer it and i well i don't know it's hard to say like because like the beach overall is an aesthetic compared to like no the pool. i get it i but, like, get i'm talking like just why. strictly just like just talking water like, yeah just like i would rather go swimming in the beach water than pool water if if somebody if you're listening to this and that's you like hit us up because i'm just i'm curious to know how why you prefer like the beach water over pool water and it can't be salt water because you can get salt water pools i know they're not well, com- they're not common well, but yeah i mean i guess that could be a thing because <clears throat> like saltwater pools are super uncommon very very uncommon that, i know but so I, like I, I that could it, that could be a reason okay i mean i was gonna go with the the case where anything's available for pools and same with the ocean but another thing too i think this time was in it was in mississippi though we were visiting our grandma in mississippi and we went to the beach and there was jellyfish oh yeah. do you remember that yeah i do there was like i don't even know what happened but was it hurricane katrina or one of the hurricanes there's like a a thousand jellyfish washed up on shore they were like a bunch of them yeah, I don't remember if the if the hurricane had anything to do. Yeah, with Yeah, maybe it wasn't the hurricane, but for some reason, like a, a bunch of dead jellyfish were washed up on the shore, and they were like super like they were there was a bunch of alive ones in the shallow area, um. So you had to be careful when going out into the water, but you can't see them because they're transparent, and you could just be walking and hit one. One of the guys, yeah, one of the guys that were that was like with us at the time was like a friend of the family. He got stung by one like on his back, and he had like a red line on his back. And everybody's making jokes like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta pee on your back now," because you know if you pee on a jellyfish sting, it takes it out. Is that true, by the we way, or is that just a, no, a joke that people elaborated to the point where everybody believes it? It's more of like uh, if you're trapped, in, if you're like surviving, like in Survivor style, and you get hit by a jellyfish, then you can like pee on it, take out the sting. But from what I understand, a majority of people just let it ride out and just go home and get maybe, maybe some do something. Shit. Yeah, the pee thing is kind of like. Oh, you could filter water through your underwear, which nobody does, but you could. I don't mind the beach, though. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't mind, mind the, the sand and shit. I just, I just don't want to go in the water. Yeah, that's how I am too. I don't mind the beach. Like the sand doesn't bother me. I'll live. I can walk in sand all day. No, I don't go in the water too. It's not like I'm, I don't. I don't get care yeah, that fucking much. But me too. But we're just. I'm choosing the speaking. Pool. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about was the cyber truck that came out a few days ago, which. When I first saw it, I was like, ah, that's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. When I think Tesla, I think really modern. Right. And like futuristic, futuristic looking. And this was more. I, after looking at it a lot, it kind of is futuristic looking. Well, it's it's so futuristic looking that it's like back to the future looking. Because yeah. it's like, you know, all those like time travel movies. 
and you see like yeah like like the delorean you know you see like those they're like oh in the future and they see what cars look like in the future and in, in the movies they show cars from the future and whatnot that's what this truck looks like the truck looks like a delorean it's from yeah it kind of looks like a delorean but truck version it looks like oh another thing people were referencing it to was like lamborghinis oh i i see because they're kind of like dented at the top yeah but it's not a Lamborghini. it's like i i could see it too it looks like a fucking tank yeah like if you got a delorean and made it a tank like even the wheels look like they came off a fucking halo warthog yeah i was gonna say you mix it with a halo warthog a little bit that's where that's where it's at. It kind of looks like a Lego car too. Yeah, like the the wheels especially look like Lego cars. And well, back to what I mean, but back to the, like that movie thought, because growing up we always saw these movies, and what cars are supposed to look like in the future, and then now we get one, and we're just like, oh, Go that, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> uh, is this what cars really do look like in the future? And when I first saw it, I was kind of. I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't at first. a fan of it. But now the more I look at it, it's growing on me mm-hmm. because it's just so unique looking. And I'm not a big truck person, right? But mm-hmm. I would I would probably drive this. Yeah, it's probably the the one truck that it's, I would buy. And it's not even really a pickup truck either. Like I like you guys saw my see my Twitter, I would rather drive a Prius than a pickup truck. And it's not even a pickup truck. It's like they call it a cyber truck. In the back, is a truck bed. It, it's not a, not even a truck bed. It's a ramp. The back of it folds down, and you could ramp up into it. it, it like wait, so it, the ramp it unfolds in the back. Like oh, kind of like where you can put things, like roll things up into it. Yeah, you could drive like a, a four wheeler into the back. Oh shoot, that's kind of cool. Cause, so it slides off, right, and it creates the truck bed. Or it reveals the truck bed, and then the part that slides off turns into, like, it turns into a piece of metal that you can push, I don't, push things up with I, wheels. I, maybe. I don't know. I just know that there's a ramp, and you can drive things up into it. And I saw another video today that they posted. They showed the Tesla truck versus, I think it was like a Ford F-150 or F-250, whatever the newest one is. The Tesla truck was, oh, you mean, okay. For, I'm sorry, the Cybertruck. I guess same thing. Oh, I thought, I thought those two were... No, 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 no. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say that the Tesla truck thing that was fan made. Oh, yeah, I thought that's yeah. what you were, fan I made like that's what you're mentioning. a fan got, I think, like a Model Three, and cut off the back and made a pickup truck out of it. They called it the truck lip, but uh, it was, this was on a mountain top, or not a mountain top, it was like a mountain side, and the Cybertruck pulled the F one fifty going going uphill at ease. And the F one fifty was like tugging back. Like the F one fifty was going downhill, driving. Like they were like driving against each other, like pulling a rope between each other. And the Cybertruck just outpulled it, going uphill, at with ease. And so it's just like, damn. It kind of makes you think some cake on a shit, but like, holy fuck. Yeah, if if Tesla has technology that beats out, you know, modern cars so easily. Is that Tesla just being really, really smart? Or is that other car companies not releasing like the best they have and then just slowly Well, it's it's expensive to make Tesla cars. Like it's yeah, expensive. I know, but... And so these car companies are well, probably a little bit of both. One, they don't they're not doing the research and the 
development that Tesla's they don't doing, care. but they also at the same time don't really care because they can still kind of make cheap cars like they are right now and sell them and make like 15 times the fucking yeah, profit. The Tesla truck is what, 40 grand? How much is the best truck that's not Tesla related? Uh, that's I don't know. It's a good question. It's got to be up there. It's, yeah. And, well, another thing I saw today too that Elon Musk tweeted, he said that the truck itself is really, really durable. It has bulletproof glass, right? I, I don't know. Exactly. I didn't watch the unveiling. I just see pictures of it and shit. But it's um. And he was talking about how the way it looks and like the way it's bent and framed is because if they didn't make it that shape, then it wouldn't be as durable. Now, they could like do it in whatever shape they want, but it's not going to be as durable as it would be if it was this shape. Mm. So, yeah, it looks cool and whatnot, but it's also to help with making the truck just a fucking tank i just i I can't wait to just see one like in person like just driving down the road and just see one like pull up next to you i just want to see what it looks like in person because it looks massive so how how many people does it see probably six oh it's a four-door so probably like five yeah five if i had to guess so but i don't know i don't know if it's gonna i'd have to watch more videos on it but it doesn't have a truck bed in the back, so oh, I, thought you said I don't it know did if it if the ramp slid well, down. Well, it does, but wait, just look it up. Type in Tesla truck bed, or type in Cybertruck truck bed. So it does, yeah. See. Oh, it does. But see, it that, doesn't. That's, that's the bit of the that's the bit of the truck, but like a ramp comes up and like covers the. the I see. The truck bed so it doesn't turn. It, it doesn't turn into a ramp for like vehicles to go no, it up does. into it oh it so does. that, that, that ramp out? can keep going oh shit so not only does it cover up the back of the car to kind of give it that downward slant but it just keeps going it, it turns into a ramp yeah it keeps going or or that or another ramp comes out the back end of it and gives you like the ability to drive things up into it so never mind i guess there is a truck bed in the back i was gonna say what it can't be a pickup yeah what would be the point in that yeah. yeah so i i guess it is there is a truck bed so another that thing, just made it that much fucking better. Yeah. Another I, thing with Tesla that's supposed to come out. Wait, is the Cybertruck this year or next year? Mm, probably next year. Yeah, probably yeah, next, next year. year. Wait, no, I think it's like two years from now. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, two years from now is the Cybertruck. And then next year is the Roadster. Next year is supposed to be the Roadster. Which is, is it, I cannot wait to start seeing those on the road. I'm not a big car guy, but when I it just comes love to, Tesla cars. I, I love Tesla so much. Absolute Tesla fanboy. So I'm, I'm super excited to see Roadsters. I just, I, I, I'm just curious, like, because the car can go to zero to 60 in like 1.6 seconds. So what if somebody's at a red light and the speed limit's on, the speed limit's like 55 and they just like punch it at the red light, but the car before is kind of like a yellow light or, I mean, I guess that still wouldn't make sense because there's like a three second delay. So never mind. I guess that wouldn't matter. I can't wait for the day where a roadster pulls up next to me at a red light and just like punches at zero to sixty. I just want to. I just want to see it in person. Because if you remember, at Disney, there's a ride called Rip Ride Rock, Hollywood's Rip Ride Rocket. Oh, that's right. Wait, You're no, sitting in a big guitar. Is it Rip Ride Rocket? Mm, I think that, that's the red one. You're yeah. Talking about What's the, one the other that's one? Like enclosed, and you sit in a guitar. Yeah. And it goes zero to sixty, in some crazy speed. That's probably not even crazy anymore. Yeah, but it went like zero to sixty in two seconds. That was like the the huge attraction, like, attraction to, to the ride was that it went zero to sixty in two seconds. And now our cars do it? Like, holy shit. It's a fucking roller coaster on the... It's a legal roller coaster on the street. <laughs> so that's going to be... um. That's going to be really cool. 
And the roasters, they, they look cool too. Like not only do they do cool things, but they just, I don't know how else to explain it besides the fact that they look like a 2020 car. Yeah. Like if you were in the year 19, if you were in the 90s and you said, hey, this in the 20s, we're gonna have a car that can do this and this and go over all the features and tell them everything. They would probably be, they probably believe they, they would probably say, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like they'd probably be like super excited, but like, oh, you know, that 20, the year 2020 just sounds like the fucking Tesla Roadster. Like that, that car just belongs in the decade of 2020. One thing we were talking about was just how this upcoming decade of the year 2020 is going to be like just insane when it comes to technology like just the way vr is going and technology in just, general yeah I, just the way cars are going and video games and just tech like this upcoming decade is gonna be fucking insane like it's gonna be one in my opinion that kind of defines the rest of the years like the rest of like the 2100 is that the right 21st century 21st century are we in the 21st century i think so because it's the year 2000s so we're in we the 2000th century in the 22nd century would be the two 2100s so it's okay yeah like yeah i guess yeah because it's always one year late so we're in the 21st century right now right we're in the 2000s so yeah i, I just think it's going to be kind of like a big uh i could be wrong defining that, but... point and I feel like forty grand for a car isn't. It's not for for a car like that. Like forty grand is not bad. And that's the, at that's all. the thing about Tesla is that you're getting insane, insane value for the price point. And that's probably stock price, but right, of course. But still, either way, the fact that you can get a Tesla Cybertruck for forty grand, brand new, it's kind of insane. It, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, didn't they call the the nineteen twenties? the the roaring 20s it was a super upbeat time. i could be wrong. damn i the got 20s I got, yeah Dude, that was a long 20s. ass time ago i know they called it the roaring 20s look it up I'm no right. i I'm you're, I'm you're i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying like damn mm -hmm. i didn't even think like in my head like the 1920s was so long ago they didn't even have lingo like they didn't even what i feel like they just like saw in black and white back then <laughs> like when i was a little kid i always thought that people saw in black and white like back in the old days because you'd see old tv shows and they were, they were black and white yeah like old pictures and old tv shows and whatnot they're all in black and white so i'm just I, in my head that's what they see too you know but they don't i used to think when i was a kid that behind the tv screen was the people like acting if that makes sense like if i was watching sweet life and zach and cody on the tv I, I used to think that they were behind the TV acting it out. Mm -hmm. And so if you look behind the TV, they would be there. But for some reason, I would look behind... I, I remember looking behind it, but I came up with a reason on why they weren't there in my head that made sense. It's like, oh, it's not going to show up because of this, but they're still behind the TV acting. Mm -hmm. They're in the TV. They're in the, Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they're in the TV. Another thing I want to touch on that's actually a question from our Discord is the new YouTube monetization system and how it will affect the things that we upload. Uh, for us, nothing. I, yeah, for a channel like... I mean, I watched MatPat or Game Theory. Uh, he's a channel that is like... He's a really, really smart guy. Knows a lot about YouTube. 
and he made like I think it was like a 25 30 minute video on it, it kind of explaining everything. I watched it and for a channel like ours it shouldn't really affect us that much. Uh, it's mainly for channels that make content around like kids. Right. So Ryan's so, toy review. Yeah, for like Ryan's toy review. Um, Any type of people like animated kids. Show. Right. So it's a lot. If you like, um, if you make content that's or like Spider-Man and Elsa shit. Like if you make content that's meant for kids, then you might not you, get you, you might not get as many ads. But for a channel like ours where we curse, we talk about everything. Everything like we, it's not meant for kids. Uh, it, we we sh- we should be okay. But the the big scare is how broad Are they does going this go? Reach? Yeah, because there's like these different criterias, and it's just, it's like a huge gray area. And if you really wanted to, you could take any channel on YouTube and fit them into the the new like kids category. So for instance, like if you're an animation channel, right? Th- this is the example that MatPat used. If you're an animation channel, it's the kind of cartoons, right? Cause it's all animated. Yeah. Is that meant for kids? Does that fall under the gray? There's like a, there's who, like four categories makes... and like, you know, you could put anybody into any of those. Who makes the, that draw of line yeah exactly who draws that line is it youtube or is it the the company i I don't know i forgot the uh the name of the company i isn't it the ftc or something ft i think it's the ftc regardless the the, the company who's suing youtube in in charge of everything for it it's 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 rough it's gonna be it's gonna be really really interesting or for like a channel like pewdiepie like he calls this audience the nine-year-old army Damn, I wonder if they're going to catch know? him for that. So are they going to be like, hey, Felix, you literally say you have a nine-year-old army. Yeah. Your and kid's does, channel, no ads for you. Yeah, exactly. And YouTube can't help anybody with that because it's not, if YouTube's not allowed to, if YouTube gives anybody legal advice, then, and then the FTC says, hey, this channel's in trouble. YouTuber's like, well, I'm just doing what YouTube told me to do. And then YouTube gets in trouble for it. And then YouTube gets another like one point or $17 million fine or something, you know? So YouTube can't help anybody. The creators can't go to anybody for help. And the FTC just has a huge fucking gray areas and guidelines that literally anybody on the entire site could fit into. Right. And and so it's just like this, okay, well, January 1st, 2020, are we all fucked? Yeah, because that's when the rule starts, is January 2020. And the reason why people don't want to be labeled as kids' channels is because there's some rule that says you can't advertise... You can't have targeted ads. You can't have targeted ads to kids. Right. Or something something, something similar to that. And so, all these years, YouTube's like, oh, we're the biggest platform, which they are. And we have great videos for kids. You know, We have great videos for all ages. And they're like, okay, FTC's like, okay. So you have kids on the platform. You've already admitted to it. You can't advertise to them. Any video that involves kids or is targeted towards kids, no ads. It's a $42,000 fine on top of that. So they want to fine all the videos that like were meant for kids and that were targeted to them. And the biggest scare is that, that I, I still don't know the answer to it. Does it happen to 
all the videos you upload from January on? Right. Or does it happen, or do you get the fine for all of your previous videos? Right. So like a channel like Guava Juice. that would literally just bankrupt channels like Guava Juice. They would just, right. boom, done. They'd be in debt And it's $42,000 a video. And Guava Juice uploads like once or twice a day. And so it's like, he's been uploading for like four years now. Five years, maybe. Dude, that's, that's like, that's like $10 million. <laughs> Maybe probably more. Probably more, yeah. So that's an insane. It's just like what? And it's it's kind of hard to wrap your head around, but it's it's scary. So essentially, what you said, you're like on the internet, and this doesn't even necessarily just go for YouTube. I mean, YouTube's the one who got like the the big fine for it, and it's kind of the scariest with YouTube because they're the largest video streaming platform. But they're really the only ones that matter, right? Yeah, FTC doesn't care about. Vimeo. Yeah, exactly. YouTube runs the internet. The man. internet. <laughs> it does. Uh, Google just runs the fucking internet. Like, Google, Google and YouTube the are the top world. two, honestly. But Google and YouTube are the top two most visited websites in the entire world. And those are both owned by Google. So, MatPat didn't drop the video until this past Friday, I think it was. Or yesterday. I don't Thursday. Thursday, something around, somewhere around there. And I noticed it when we went to go upload our video last week. It because whenever whenever you go to upload, it's just like a normal upload, right? Mm-hmm. Not, nothing pops up. But when when we went to go upload this time, there was a blue bar at the top that said, "You legally have to tell us if this is for kids or not." Mm-hmm. And you have to go through a big checklist. It's not a big checklist. But you have to go through a checklist of, do you have curse words? Do you do this? Do you say that? Do you not it's do just, this? It's like mega, and it's not. This is not YouTube. This is like the FTC putting these sections onto YouTube. Right. Like YouTube's like, hey, legally, you have to look at this form and then answer: is it for kids or not? Yes or no. If not, you're not going to get. And ads. then they're like, here are the FTC's requirements. Go take a look, and you click it, and it's just like the most vague gray areas of rule of a rule set that you could fucking see. So. It's kind of like, like like Blake and I were talking the other night. It's interesting because the past two or three years, all like the kind of edgier content on YouTube has been getting censored because of the big ad pullout. So now it's flipped. But but and and now after like three years, you know, a bit more edgier channels and kind of like channels that curse and you know talk about edgier stuff. Like for instance, like our last video, I, I made I made a joke saying I got to start punching my wife. It's it's out of context if you haven't seen the video, but and it got monetized. Yeah, and so like you know, and two years ago that video would not have gotten monetized, and we showed like fake blood and shit like that just wouldn't have gotten monetized. So now like YouTube's finally coming around to the edgier content, and it's going good. Like channels are, I mean, yeah, your video might get flagged right in the beginning because of the automated system, but for the most part, all of our videos are monetized. A lot of people's are, and now. And for the past two or three years, only the family-friendly kids channels got monetized, and all the edgier stuff was censored. And now it's flipped because you can't have ads towards kids. You can't have ads towards kids, so now you can't can't really make kids content. So where do you want to sit? Yeah, so it's like there's like this very very fine middle white line that you have to walk in. You it can't be too edgy because then you won't get monetized, but it can't be too happy-go-lucky family-friendly because then you won't because get then kids are because then it's targeted towards kids and there's like this middle line that everybody's gonna have to start walking on and uh 
For, it, it sounds a lot worse than it than it really is because a majority of YouTube channels, I would argue, sit on that gray line already. And here's the thing. It's um I I know that everybody's kind of scared about it. And Matt Pat had an argument for it in the video because YouTube got in trouble with FTC. And instead of YouTube saying, oh, the kids aren't supposed to be watching that. Um, that's like the parents job. Instead, YouTube took blame when YouTube should have just been like, no, that's the fucking parents. Like the parents need to be monitoring what Wait, these kids are watching. Don't you have to be a certain age to make a YouTube account? Y yes. And whenever you're making the account, you have to like verify and if you're 18 or if you're not, if your account's not 18 years or older, if you go to watch a mature video, it says, it says oh, you can't watch this. Right. And so, that, and that's what YouTube should have done. YouTube should have said, wait, it's already in the rules. I, I know they didn't say that, but why wouldn't they say something that was already in their rules? I, and that's what Matt Pat said. He's like, I, don't, I have no idea why YouTube didn't take the stance that it's the parent's responsibility. It and still so, is. And so YouTube fucked itself. And... They can't go to the FTC and be like, hey, by the way, we were wrong. Like, the parents should be making this decision. I, I don't know. Maybe they can. But Matt Pat said it's like it's, it's, it's a lost fight. Like they, they already lost the fight. But my argument is, okay, well, let's say you are a channel like Guava Juice. And you make content like that. Because adults can watch family-friendly kid content, yeah, too. Yeah, you could argue that. So you could, just, you could just say, oh, no, this isn't meant for kids. This is meant for adults. I can't control that kids are watching this. So if the FTC came to a YouTuber and said, hey, you're in trouble. You're making kids content. Like, yeah, you're making kids content. The YouTuber's like, no, I'm not. I'm just making, this is all for adults. I, I, I can't stop a kid from watching this. That's on the parents. So if the FTC goes to a YouTuber and says, hey, you're in trouble, then the YouTuber can just be like, not my fault. So who's getting the blame here? The parents. And the FTC can't go what, to the parents and be like, yo, here's $48,000 fine. Yeah. They can't do that. To every, I mean... Well, what not is, going, it's not their not content, so they can't. Yeah. It's like they, they can only give that fine if you're the one making the content. So it's like, what is FTC going to go to every single fucking. They're going to track down every kid that watches a There's no PG 13 yeah. video and go to their parents and say, hey, watch your kid. Like, you know. So in my head, it sounds scary. It's not going to be as bad. It's like kind of like the big um, internet censorship that we had back in 2017 where everyone was saying it was like net neutrality. Yeah. You know, it was, I think it's kind of like that something like that all over again which is scary but it's not as crazy as it seems as crazy as and insane it seems it could be it very well could be and so it's something to pay attention to but i think when it comes down to like the nitty-gritty it's not and not a lot's gonna change at least for a channel like ours and and a majority of youtube like i would right. say probably above 80 percent mm -hmm. or 90 percent of youtube it's going to be really interesting to see channels kind of shift because... Bob is just going to start saying the F word. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back, fucking kids. <laughs> just starts dropping the F bomb after like every word. Oh, no, he can't say kids. He can't say kids. Oh, he can't say kids. Yo, Welcome what's back. up, guys? Welcome back, fuckers. <laughs> what's up, fuckers? <laughs> Today we're going to be playing with fucking Nerf darts. Just F bomb after every word. <laughs> you like this fucking slime? <laughs> fucking glitter everywhere <laughs> and nobody knows what's going to happen until january until january 2020 which is only like a month out so we'll see but like, what about a channel like the merrill twins like, like i'm talking squeaky argue. clean like i don't think they've ever even read a curse word in their head well it's the same argument as guava juice yeah you just say it's not for kids 
But it's like, what's FTC going to say? Challenge. What's FTC going to say? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, no, that's true. And at the end of the day, FTC can't say what their video is intended for because they didn't make it. Right. But that does intense matter. Ask the CEO of Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, true. Or not the CEO, whoever that guy was. Yeah, I think you're right. No, CEO of Twitch. Is it? Yeah. Lol W. Omega Lol Keck W. Pepe laugh. He doesn't know. Poggers. Pog champ. (laughs) Pog you. Pog. Pause champ. Play champ. Keck wait. Keck wait. (laughs) That's my. That's the new favorite one. Yeah, Keck Keck wait. Majority of people have no idea what we just said. No, it's a bunch of just fucking. Actually, I think the majority of people do know what we just said. I saw this one really funny joke. It was like uh, something, something, something. Can I get a poggers in the chat, boys? <laughs> it was like, yo, she just texted me back. Can I get a poggers in the chat or something like that? I saw it on Twitter. It was funny as fuck. This is a pretty good episode. We talked about a lot of good stuff. We're coming up on the uh, forty-four minute mark. Probably around forty minutes when this is edited down. Thanks for listening. I know we didn't get to all the Discord questions. There's like one or two that we're missing here. Uh, but we'll save those for next week because I thought the, the YouTube COPPA was really discussion relevant. was more relevant and more like uh, recent mm-hmm. as well as the Cybertruck. So I kind of prioritized those over the questions that we could go over next week that are a bit more evergreen and a little bit more you can kind of answer whenever. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoy, don't forget to follow the podcast, rate it, do five stars, subscribe, whatever the fuck you're listening on. Just follow it. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. See you guys.